This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Retro Game Treasure. Retro Game Treasure is an amazing monthly subscription service. They send you custom tailored boxes straight to your door from the video games that you love. You go on there, you have a wish list, you have your console of choice. They'll send you games from an assortment of consoles like NES, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Sega CD, Sega Dreamcast, Sega Game Gear, Game Boy Color, Xbox, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, GameCube, and many more. Now announcing they are delivering straight to you Nintendo DS games and PSP games. What do the listeners of the Happy Hour get, Deuce? Put in Happy Hour in the promo box and you'll get $2 off your order. Remember, with Retro Game Treasure, you get classic video games delivered every month. Go to RetroGameTreasure.com. Pick your consoles, set your preferences, and add to your wish list. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by the One Stop Guild Shop. Man, if you're looking for a good time, you want to check out the One Stop Guild Shop. You can check them out at onestopguildshop.com, facebook.com forward slash one stop guild shop, and Instagram at one stop guild shop Florida. Ask yourself, what is One Stop Guild Shop? I'll tell you what it is. It's a pop-up D&D experience, and all you need is you. They provide everything you need. They get the characters. They've got the scenario. It's a hit it and quit it. It's a one-night, all-time fun D&D experience. You can check them out. You can book them for private parties and events. Just hit, hit them up on social media. You got a favorite shop, a bar, or just an awesome venue in general? Why don't you let them know? And then they could pop up there and you could have a great time. Check them out at One Stop Guild Shop. Don't forget the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. Hello, Internet. Yeah, we back in the fact. Don't know you had a long day, but let us inject. Sit back, relax, and have some cold beer. Gotta pay a few bills. Yeah, we're all clear. And it's loose on the loose. You know the tag team champion. We get the biggest pop when we hit the ramp. The outlaws of the new age. And we still got love for the retro waves. You know, Nintendo, Sega Genesis, so many systems. Your Dreamcast and reminisce. So pull back the curtain and hit the booth. Cause it's the Happy Hour Podcast with Johnny and Duke. Yeah. My name is Johnny Womack, and with me as always is my main uh, man, Deuce. What's going on, brother? Hey, man. Happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. It's going to be our good, awesome dude, uh, podcaster, jack of all trades, Owen Butler. He's actually going to be I'm going to be tagging out. He's going to be tagging in. Uh, and uh, you need to check his podcast out as well, Ono Wrestling Show and the Ono Radio Show. Uh, check that out. Um, but he's going to be in – Filling in my uh, size 10 shoes uh, right momentarily. So you guys be a special episode with the special guest hosts. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is another amazing episode with Happy Hour with Johnny Deuce. Thank you so much to Johnny for being here with us. We have done a triple shot with Owen Butler. 
This I'm, is the I'm third sorry. shot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm going to go ahead and say <laughs> that to your listeners. I'm sorry for having to deal with me for three weeks in a row or however many. I don't know how you do. Or these vice things. versa. We could say, sorry, Owen, that you had to deal with us for three weeks in a row. But uh, uh, man, it's so awesome to have you on. And thank you for Johnny for this intro. And, uh, you know, as you do a triple shot, usually the third shot's a little stronger. We don't have a uh, do salute for this particular. Actually, do you have a do salute? Get after salute buddy. right here, man. Like, yeah. what, are you, what are you kidding me? You think I, I, I sign up for this thing not knowing what I'm doing? What, what are you doing? How about that? That's a good sounding. Song. I would like to say, oh, Owen Butler's do salute has been better than the past two weeks. Do salutes for me. I think he has put his do salute on the blue chew. He's using performance enhancing drugs for his do salute. And uh, we appreciate it. So, hey, I do what I can, man. I do what I can. Because Deuce is actually not doing a Deuce salute because I've switched to uh, Crown Apple and Coke. And this episode is going to get a little weird, boys and girls, because it is, oh, no, Deuce is on the loose is what we're calling this episode, which I think is great co-branding. I love it. And it's going to be a good time. And since we're getting a little boozy and it's getting a little later in the night, and uh, hopefully you guys at home are having a – a cocktail if you're of age and being safe, of course. Or but, not. Uh, or not. <laughs> oh, you know, I got to say what I got to say for legal purposes. True. <laughs> because every other week, our lawyer calls the shit in his pants about something I said. And it's nine times out of ten, me. It's never what Johnny said. It's always what I said. Well, like this motherfucker. I, I did I did uh, two episodes prior to this one with both you and Johnny, and I can tell who the good one and the bad one is, and it's pretty evident that uh, yeah. you're, you're the bad one. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm the Luke Gallows. He's the Carl Anderson in this situation. <sighs> fair enough. Fair enough. Is the way I would break it down using the good brothers. See, and of course, we got a good brother of ours, Owen Butler, on. And here's a question I've got for you since we're boozing it up with the boys. What do you want there, Deuce? Why don't you ask a question for me? (laughs) Well, the first thing I would like to ask you, since you're from the other side, is uh, how's things like over there? On the uh, the other side, yeah, it's it's a little bit rough over here, I'll tell you. We've got a few, you know, famous names running around in Howard Finkel land. I'll say that it's been nice to hang out with Jimi Hendrix. He's been teaching me guitar. That's a good time, man. That that like I said, that's something I want to steal from you is getting those effects. Cause I, I can do those effects. I'm gonna do all kinds of crazy shit. And Johnny's gonna have to shut me down all the time because I will run amok with it. And that's probably why we haven't got it. Because he knows that I will just run a foul and run a fool doing it. So um, yeah, you can't overuse them. I have a tendency to like try and uh, o- overuse my Howard Finkel, but it's just a new voice that I've figured out how to do. And my my Howard Finkel is more or less the uh, the gallows, uh, you know, Howard Finkel. I'm doing an impression of Gower, uh, Gallows doing an impression of Howard Finkel. So I, I, I feel like, uh, you know, I, I'm only good at what I do. And 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 and, and, and hey, you know, you, you take what you can get right 
No, I totally get that. And that, and that's a funny thing just because of the mere fact that, uh, you know, I, every year me and Johnny uh, try to put a, a bet, if you will, on the LSU Gator game because I'm a big Florida Gator fan. He's a big LSU fan being Louisiana. Sure. And Johnny is a Louisiana animal, as I like to call him. And uh, every year I we say we're going to make a bet. We never do. But the bet I want to make is if I win – I want us to do a straight up late nineties, early two thousands, like shock jock radio morning zoo episode where we've got like sound drops and reverb and like crazy. Yeah. yeah, all that shit. I oh, want yeah. all that shit. And like I want to do just one episode where we're like, fuck it, let's do because that's the radio I grew up on, like fucking Ron and Ron and fucking the monsters and all that kind of shit, which I, I think we both did. We kind of both felt, you know, my, my guy was Drew Garabo back in. The oh, day. I love late Drew Garabo. I like the late night stuff was always my kind of like thing. So Drew Garabo, the hideout, like later yeah. on, even SBK, that type of deal on real radio 104.1, which, which we've got to be honest as both of us living in the Orlando or central Florida area, Without, that gave you the bug, didn't it? Oh my gosh! Like how how could we not have you know gotten into this thing without them being an inspiration? I think both of us and and, and even Johnny included. I'm sure he's not here to say it, but yeah. I'm sure even for him, like that that whole style of radio is yeah, it's influential in what we do. Uh, if, if, if you don't mind, I want to, you know, you just talked about like college football, which I know like this much about, okay. you know, like the tiniest of tiny penises amount. Okay. I, I, I became an Auburn fan. And okay. and this is a weird one because I actually lived in Athens, Georgia for nine or ten months when oh, wow. yeah. So of course the Bulldogs, who are their biggest adversaries, it was Auburn. Mm. And a friend of mine just happened to live in Athens as well, but he was an Auburn fan. Okay. I when I lived in Athens, I could see the stadium from my apartment. I could literally hear the roar of like the college game. And now keep in mind, I give two fucks about what's going on about it, but I got into it to a certain degree because, Hey, my friends into it. Why wouldn't I be? I wanted to try and at least understand that world. And uh, he took me to a game in Auburn at, at, nice. at the stadium, like he had free tickets. He's like, dude, I'll, he had a really nice car and he, you know, had a little like his family had a little bit of money and he drove us down to uh, his. I think it was his aunt's house. We got to spend the night and then go to the yeah. game the next day. And it was amazing to see just like the spectacle of the fucking thing, like yeah. the eagle, the war eagle that flew down from the top of the stadium down landed right. in the middle of the field and all that shit. <laughs> so my question is both is uh, like to you, cause you'd probably know is, is Auburn worth a shit uh, anymore. And cause I haven't followed it in years. And, and, and by that same point it is, uh, you know, um, is, are the Georgia Bulldogs any good anymore? Are they, is that, are they still like top contenders? Like they used to be. 
Both are good teams. It, 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 college football is great, and this is why I love college football. With pro teams, you have players that are on these contracts or locked into these teams for years. With college football players, you get them for four years, maybe five if they redshirt a year. So you're always changing the players. And because the players are always changing, you know, this team could be a dog for like three or four years, but then they get a good class of recruits and then they spring up and college football. Cause pro football, I will say this, uh, being a, a football fan, um, you know, most of the teams for the most part are pretty even, you well, know they what have I mean? To, like, well, they have to be right with salary caps and like the way that that whole thing works. They, they've got, right, to, right. you know, they kind of got it together enough to where they're even, but with college football, sometimes you'll get a team that's just got some, you know, five-star recruits all around and then they're just blowing people out. And so uh, to answer your question, yes, it depends on the given year. Uh, neither of those are bad teams. Uh, depending on the year. Um, but they're both in very, very hard conferences, which that's the other thing is with college football, you're in different con- conferences. Yeah. Th- well, well, they're both S- SEC, right? Like, I believe so. I would have to double check. And I, and uh, you can send the hate mail to show at gmail.com if I got that wrong, if you're an SEC fan, because I am an SEC fan uh, as a Gator fan, but I, I'll tell you what, the, the greatest thing in the world, sporting event-wise, in my opinion, other than pro wrestling, is going to a college football game, because college football games, it is a party, and I mean, that party starts early I, like they start at like 9am and they don't give a frig they are going hard in the paint all day. That's something that uh, my friend that I told you about that got me kind of into it when I was yeah. living in Athens, Georgia, like uh, explained to me. And it was really interesting because, again, I'm not a huge fan of the sport, but I felt such a, like uh, a, like, wow, what an atmosphere. And to have that many people in the crowd and not only to have like the like that war eagle thing, but to have like the the, uh, you know, the the bulldogs and and. And and that rivalry that I know the Bulldogs have with your Gators, like that, that's a yeah, huge, that's, that's, that's a long time rivalry. Same thing with FSU, like, and that's a thing. Like, these are rivalries that are like die in the wool rivalries. Like the FSU rivalry, it's like my father hates FSU. My grandfather hated FSU. My grandfather yeah these are hundred year like rivalries easy yeah these are like Wyatt and McCoy levels of like hatred against each other when it comes to these teams so like that's what I love about college football and me being a British like person like coming from like the UK and uh, I would say the it's college football is the closest that America has in professional or it, not professional sports, but in sports to a lot of the soccer team rivalries that of course occur between, you know, Liverpool and Arsenal and Chelsea and, and man, oh, like, like the closest thing we have the, to those level of not just rivalry, rivalries, excuse me, I've been drinking, uh, but also the hooligans, if you will, is college football because college football has got yeah. your your level hooligans because I I have seen some of the greatest 
fights I've ever seen at college football games because people get so fired up, so rowdy, so intense. It's actually a funny thing. A story I can tell you is that uh, while he spits in his can, let him let him let him spit in his can. <laughs> allegedly, 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 because uh, we don't talk about that on the podcast. My bad. So, no, you're fine. So uh, basically, uh, it just I want to say it was this past year or maybe last year. They actually passed the rule where certain college football teams, because the problem is college football stadiums, not all of them. Like, let me let me use USF as an example. Okay. USF, which is in Tampa, which is always confusing to me. Like, why are they in South Florida? They're not South Florida, but whatever. Okay, yeah. Right. But they play their games at the Buck Stadium. So since they're not do they? on. I thought they played they at do. like the Sun Bowl or somewhere like their own little thing. No, no they, they play they at play, Raymond James. As far as I know, they play them at Raymond James. Did not know that. Did not for, know that. For, for the sake of my story, it's not on campus. So they're allowed to sell uh, alcohol and they're allowed to sell beer. Because for years, 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 and years, the Gator Stadium is built on campus. They could not sell alcohol. So let's say an alleged uh, alleged friend of mine might be in law enforcement. Right. Uh, he would always say, I could always tell when somebody was drinking. It was like, how could you tell that? It's like, nobody sits with a cup of Coca-Cola it swishes it around in their hand. The old swish. swish. The, the old swish. They don't swish. He's like, if you would just pour your liquor in there and just not do anything, that's fine. But when you circle it around your hand, I know you're trying to stir something. And that's how I'd bust you every time. That's and that's really funny because yeah. I find myself doing that when I like maybe it's because I'm a bit of an alcoholic and like a good swisheroo. I'll find myself doing that even when I just pour a Coca-Cola on ice without anything right. in it. I'll still do the swish. So the I'd, swisheroo. I'd yeah. still I'd still get busted. But the good news is because they just just started this within the last, I want to say, year. They've allowed them to sell beer and wine. At the stadium. Now, so far, and I don't know, I I do not have confirmation. I don't know if they've done it at a college football game yet. I know like Garth Brooks had a concert at uh, the stadium and they sold beer and wine. I think some other people have done stuff at the stadium. Now, this was pre-COVID, of course, where they sold beer and wine. But I was actually looking forward to hear, excuse me, hearing about what happened at the stadium once they started selling beer and wine during the the college games. And part of the reason is I was hoping people might calm it down a little bit just because dude, people were getting shit faced and then walking in the stadium because they were like, well, I can't drink for the next four hours. Right. And you know, it's like, well, if you might let them know that they could drink in the stadium, maybe they won't be like fucking blasted their balls off uh, before they got there. Yeah, because, you know, like they're they're in there. I mean, what is a college football game last? Probably what? Three, four hours, somewhere. three, four hours yeah. depending on the so, game. And also it depends on if it's like televised. If it's a televised game, it takes longer because you got TV timeouts. You got shit like that. They got to go to commercial breaks. So, so there's so what you're saying longer. is they get fucked up before the game right and and because they can't drink 
the rest of the time. Right. And then uh, that they're makes, like, let's get as shit balled as possible. I'll sit here for four hours, sober up, then we'll go back and party whereas later. Whereas if they can buy a $12 Bud Light or what have you. Right. They might be like, well, I'll get a a medium or yeah, heavy buzz and yeah. then go in and I'll drink a couple more. I'll be cool. Like, which I, like I'm a drinker myself. I, I do not make any bones about that. I love drinking. I like having a good time, but be responsible. Don't drive, be oh, safe, yeah. you know, all that stuff. And also don't be an asshole. Like Absolutely. if you want to get drunk, get drunk, but just don't be a, asshole drunk because i've dealt with too many of them motherfuckers well I, like, I, I, if, if i'm being real i was yeah. that i was that guy earlier on in my life you know and i and i unfortunately have like met with the law about that and had like some serious repercussions and it was a really like hard time for my life you know to you know get out of that <laughs> uh yeah. I, I still like drinking of course but i'm not i'm not about to you know uh try and do that again and no and also i think that's a a problem of youth i i would say example i i would say that probably happened to you what in your 20s i don't think that happened to you in your 30s no it happened to me i think i was 22 exactly that is a problem yeah that is one of those things where like you could first start drinking in public and around people and you don't know how to handle yourself and do that but as you get older you mature you're like hey i can drink i can have a couple drinks i know how to handle myself and also some people prime example some people are fine on beer and wine but you get hard liquor involved and they become a different person and you're like you know what if i'm that kind of person i should only drink hard liquor at the house i shouldn't be around other people i shouldn't be or or vice versa for, right, for, right. for me for me it all like hard liquor always got me in the trouble to be honest right with right you. Like, and you'd be like hey i just need to drink hard liquor at the house i'll just drink beer and wine when i'm out i'm yep. not going to drink it when i'm out so, absolutely and, absolutely do you have one like any hard liquor that uh uh that you you kind of uh, have sworn off because most of my friends that are like serious drinkers quote unquote have right have all got their one whether it's tequila vodka rum you know like whiskey whatever yeah. they've all got their one that's like nah I kind of sworn off that it's given me like it's made me angry or it's given me too many bad nights do you have any one of those or are you are I, you pretty I, I would say the one for me is probably rum and pro- it's 110% from when I was younger. And it wasn't like it was, I got in fights or I did anything bad. It was just, it went down so smooth. I would drink too much. I get sick. And uh, the one that killed me was uh, uh, I had a good, I used to work maybe at the same place that you worked maybe. And uh, I had a friend there that took me under his wing an older guy that was like my, uh, I was his Padawan. He was my Jedi, you know, master. And he taught me the ways of everything, drinking women, everything. He was probably one of the greatest nice guys I know. And I'll actually say his name on here. His name's Ty Robichaud. He's an amazing man. Great man. Just taught me so much about life and the way to think about life. Great guy. Um, a mentor but, of sorts. A men- very much a mentor. And the funny thing was, when all this happened, you got to remember, I'm Mr. Polk County, big old 
you know, six foot six white guy and he is a six foot eight african-american fella big dude and he was like that's my boy i'm taking him under my wing and he he opened my mind explained things to me opened up things to me and also uh opened my mind in a lot of areas i was what do you think that was being from such different backgrounds that why do you think that this guy took a liking to you that that, uh you know (sighs) to be honest with you i think it was because he was like i can mold this kid this kid's come from a, a weird place. I can open his mind. I can explain things to him. I can also, you know, uh, open his mind about things that he doesn't understand and also things that maybe he was brought up, raised wise that I can break these things. And I think he thought like I was a project maybe in a way, uh, but he greatly influenced my life. Uh, I love him to this day. He's my brother. Uh, I, I talk to him from time to time, not as much as I'd like. Uh, is he older than so, you or is he? Oh, older than me. He was yeah. probably, God, at the time I was 20. No, we had my 21st birthday party at Universal. So I was 20 and he was probably in his late 20s, almost turning 30. So probably, you know, good eight years older than me, I'll say. Yeah. Um, but took me under his wing and taught me a lot, but he loved Captain Morgan Spice Rum. And I drank a lot of that, maybe got sick on it a couple times. And I'm like, nope, not drinking that. And even to this day, if it's a rum drink, I still am kind of like, mm, okay. Like, and, I, and I've grown to like rum a little bit more, but it's still one of those things where like, if you're like, Hey, do you want a rum and Coke? I'm like, yeah, no. What else do you got? Like, that's the one I just like, yeah. It also because it's too sugary for me. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that way. Like mine uh, honestly is, uh, I, I've never been really that angry on alcohol, like any sort of alcoholic drink in general, but vodka, it's just my, I guess it's my kryptonite. And I, and I, and I can't, I can't do the it. Vodka. Like, yeah. I, I guess my, my inner like Anglo Russian, like pops out <laughs> and, and I, and I, I don't, I, I guess I, I, I really, I can do one, you know, yeah. and, and, um, I, lately I've been, you know, I've dabbled here and there with, I like a good bourbon. I like a nice scotch. Mm. Like I can drink those things. Well, I don't do scotch. That's but, the only thing I don't do. And just cause I don't like the taste. Like, well, that's the peat. Yeah. Yeah. You're not liking the yeah. peatiness or what have you. And I, yeah. Yeah, and I understand that too. But for me, for me, it's, it's, uh, you know, I think it, it's less taste wise. Like I can pretty much, I can put them down, uh, but it's, it's more just like how it affects you. And, and I've just kind of come to the conclusion that I can have two uh, whiskey drinks. I can have two of like any liquor drink. I can, I can have a lot more of a, uh, a beer or a seltzer or a cider or, you know, uh, even wine. Like I can drink, you mm-hmm. know, pretty, you know, like, I'm British. We can drink, you know, it's, it's, it's part of our, you know, DNA. And I, I was raised in that, but. Well, I'm, uh, as you see, Irish, 
Irish Italian. So uh, with that, we've got that run in our veins pretty strong. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. No, I, I, I get saw you that. had. A, well, that's a clad owl. The the thing that, yeah. you, that you the thing that you just put up there is a clad owl. That's yeah. Uh, this is a clada, and I'll tell you the story about the well, one here on the right. Well, the clada, so. the clada is a uh, more of a Scottish. Uh, is it? Yes. I was always told it was Irish. It's fucking Scottish. It's Celtic, but it's more Scottish than it is uh, Irish. They're telling you me Buffy the Vampire Slayer lied to me. Motherfucker. I saw you. You're excited about that coming back or something, right? Like, isn't they, aren't they doing well, something like that? They're saying they might bring it back. I, I'm kind of I'm middle of the road. I love the original. I'd love to see it brought back, but uh, you know, it, it's funny because I, <laughs> you just blew my whole spot up because I always thought that was the Irish wedding ring. So no, that's why I had it. It's and Scottish. The ring, it's Scottish. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you guys, if you haven't listened to the Ono radio show, I would implore you to do so. We're a fun podcast that if you like all this Polk County stuff, then you should listen to, you know, Ono Radio Show because I think we're very similar. We should, you know, you should also probably listen to Ono Wrestling, you know, OnoWrestling.com, OnoRadioShow.com. Join our group. You know, it's uh, it's 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 uh, I think one of the better wrestling groups here in Orlando that uh, that exists but uh, uh, hands down when Deuce isn't spamming it it's a great group <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a call out Deuce a couple weeks ago I'm like yo bro can you not like like send every meme over there like hey, hey good brother do you mind uh, not sending every meme you see when you're looking at your phone on the shitter to our group. <laughs> I was like, eh, okay. It's, it's a fair, it's a fair assessment. You know, it's that, a, that is 110% the assessment. I was like, yeah, brother, I got you. I got <laughs> you back like a butt crack. Don't worry about it. Well, what the hell were we talking about before you uh, ran to the piss? You, t- you were talking about the Kazarnies and uh, yeah. we were talking about Ireland and, and all that stuff. But uh, we were talking about drinking and uh, it, it's funny that you said vodka and I'll, I'll tell you a quick, very quick story. And, and let me ask you one question before I start the story. Have you ever seen the TV show Letter Kenny, which is on Hulu? Dude, I've been told by so many people that I would love it, and I still haven't watched it yet. Like, it's, need- it's is it? Yeah, I- yeah, it's amazing. Like, now, don't get me wrong; it's very well. It it it's cool because there's a lot of rednecky parts to it. But like they've got like the rednecks, they've got like the druggies, they've got like there's a lot of different people in it. So you don't have to do it all by yourself. And I'm here. I'm here. Okay. I just, oh, you're here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, so like there's a lot of different things going on in the show, but I love it. I think it's great. I think it's hilarious. Um, I watch it a lot and me and my brother watch it. And uh, so for my birthday party this year, because, uh, and this is a funny story, not funny story. Fuck. It sucks. Uh, literally I was leaving on Friday to go to Gainesville to see them. And we were going to go to this piano bar in Gainesville. Well, that Friday, the rules came down that they were shutting all the bars down. So literally while I was still at work, 
we found out that they were shutting down the piano bar that we were going to go to for my birthday, which was literally the next night. Oh, you're so, doing like a dueling pianos type. Uh, yeah, thing? kind of a dueling pianos. But it, I thought we were going to be OK because they serve food, too. So I was like, well, it's a bar slash restaurant, but they're shutting out bars, not restaurants. We'll probably be OK. And I told my sister, I'm like, hey, you know, I saw the same report you saw. I need you to call them because, you know, I'm at work. I can't I can't deal with this right now. So she called. She's like, yeah, they shut it down. I said, well, uh, my bags are packed. I'm coming up this weekend for my birthday because I don't give a shit. I'm coming to see you. I'm coming to see my brother because I've got a lot of family in Gainesville that I love very, very, very much. And I was like, I don't give a shit. We'll just have the party at your house. Like, fuck it. So we did that. And so because of that, my brother, because he's amazing and his wife, uh, they decided we would turn it into what we call a super soft birthday, which is what one of the characters on the show has every year. They have a super soft birthday. They get them a pony. They do a cupcake station. And you got to understand these people are in their thirties. So, you know, they do that and they drink. So yeah, that, that uh, I get it now. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. So like I, he got me like a unicorn headband. He got me a couple pink lays. Uh, they put up all these like really cutesy like unicorn. It looked like, Oh, who made those folders when you were a kid? You know what I'm talking about? They had unicorns, all that cutesy shit on it. Fucking trapper keepers, dude. Well, kind of trapper keepers, but there was another company that like made all that shit. But anyway, it looked like that exploded everywhere. So what he brought was he brought a giant bottle of uh, birthday cake vodka uh, thing of uh, uh, whipped cream. And he brought this thing that was full of different sprinkles. Like all, like there were six compartments. You open the compartment up and each one had a different set of sprinkles. So you would sprinkle it on and do that. So we did cupcake birthday shots and that was hilarious, but I am not a big, well, if I drink vodka, it's Tito's period. If I'm drinking vodka, Tito's period. But that was a fun night drinking that. But I'm not the I'm actually not the biggest vodka person, which is weird. I would okay. I cannot stand all of like the sugar in that birthday cake vodka. I've had it like twice. You know your camera's out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be back in a second. Oh, okay. Take your time. And, and fuck it, but fuck it, A, dude. Like, that, that, um... No, that birthday cake vodka is shit. Like, just don't get me wrong, that vodka is shit. I can't give it away. So, it's not like that's a great flavor. It just happened to be because we put the whipped cream on it and the sprinkles, and it was because of the birthday party we drank it. But, like, I, I tried to make a screwdriver out of that shit, and I was like, ugh, this is... This is not a good time. Oh, like, dude, this is, orange. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. Orange juice and that birthday cake vodka. That is not something that I would uh, endorse to anyone. I will also say same type of deal. 
I made a huge batch one time for my friends. Like, you know how, like, when it's somebody's birthday, sometimes they, like, we were having a pool party birthday. And, oh, come around before the party starts, right? And, uh, you know, I've got this vodka. We can, we can fucking hang out. We can do the thing. So I do that. But he's like... Uh, I need some mixer. (laughs) The old, what do you got for the mixer? So I make the, I make like a smoothie like thing. I have a blender. I had, um, I was, I was in, I was in like my, I was in smoothie mode where I was mixing up all this like, uh, you know, orange juice and uh, grapefruit juice and blueberries and all this frozen fruit that I had. And I was doing like I thought I was doing a great job and I brought it around his house and it was like me, him and one other person and we started doing it and all he had was the birthday cake vodka and I'm like I guess we can try it it was probably the most (laughs) disgusting drink we ever had probably because that birthday cake vodka is shit like it is shit I don't know who made it I don't know who came up with it but it is it it's a drizzling shit I, I, so yeah, I can't I can't really get into it I can't really get into it it's it's one of those that just for me I guess too sweet like I like which is what I was asking gonna ask you about what you were drinking you said it was what crown apple crown and, apple yeah and coke I love crown apple and coke yeah oh man that sounds like so sweet to me like it sounds uh i like it i'll I'll tell you what my favorite is i just i cannot find it i cannot find it right now so canadian club which is a great low level canadian whiskey has started making apple so you can get canadian club apple which is what i buy that is my drink you can't find it i haven't been able to find it for a month and a half Mm. like literally the uh, last time I went, I tried to get, because I buy it by the handle. I tried to buy it. And I said, Hey, you know, what's going on? And he's like, look, uh, there's production problems and this and that. And he's like, let me see where I can find it. And he's like, I can, I've got it, but I can get you two bottles, but it's all the way in Orlando. I said, no, I'm not driving out there for that. And he's like, well, I don't know. So I haven't been able to find it for a month and a half and it's way, way cheaper. Like literally you can get a handle of it for like 17, 18 bucks. Wow. And I'm paying like $40 for yeah, a handle yeah, yeah. Of, yeah, that of crown, crown apple. That, that crown yeah. apple's not cheap, man. Like that's- Well, anything crown is expensive. Now yeah. crown peach, if you ever find it, buy it. It is worth every penny and it is beautiful because it's peach and it's smooth. You can mix it with almost anything. I mean, you can pour it in lemonade. Oh, thank you, buddy. Uh, you can pour it in lemonade. Uh, you can like, it is so smooth. You can just put it on the rocks and even crown apple. I will say you could put crown apple on the rocks. You might want to let it melt a little bit. So you get a little bit of water in See, there like, or yeah, put it on the rocks with a, like a, a, yeah. like a, you know, a shot full of water. You're perfect. Like no. that's a, just a sipping drink. Uh, I just prefer to do it in a bigger glass with the, the Coca-Cola. Um, 
You don't ever do it with ginger? Because I did. I like the ginger ale with the the crown apple. That's been one of my favorite. Like, you know, it would probably be one of those things if that was something I had around the house. Normally I have uh, because I don't drink soda. I only drink one soda in the morning when I get up and that's it. I drink water the rest of the day. I don't drink soda. Did so, I maybe? Yeah. I'm, I have two cups of tea because I'm British. And right. then, and then uh, apart from that, like I really, I maybe have one soda or like one ginger ale or something like when I'm maybe having one or two alcoholic drinks, like as a mixer. Right. So normally I'll have like, uh, well, I'll tell you right now. Like, so right now I have Mountain Dew Zero because that's zero sugar. I have Coke uh, and, and the Coke is half for me for mixing drinks and also half for when my dad comes over to mix a drink. Because when my dad comes over, you're mixing a drink with Coke, period. Like not Diet Coke, not it's a Coca-Cola. Straight up Coca-Cola. Hell yeah. yeah. Like if like, so they came over. Do you know who the kitchen killers are? Because they're pretty big in the world. I do. I do. The Orlando uh, community. Yeah. Well, they were at my house and uh, what I normally mix my drinks with, and you're going to laugh about this, is Diet Dr. Pepper Cherry. That is my favorite mixer. Okay. So, yeah. So, dad comes over and he brought like a nice bottle of bourbon. We're all passing around. He's like, what do you got to mix it with? I'm like, diet Dr. Pepper cherry. He's like, what else you got? That's diet it. Pepper ah. cherry. So, well, my dad doesn't know. I love my father. I love old my man father. Deuce, old man deuce didn't old man deuce. Oh, which old man deuce was in a cut by the way, like a brown leather cut. Like I'm talking like sons of anarchy cut. Like he was rocking it. And mom was here. He's like, you don't got no, which I love because he said this live on their podcast. You ain't got no Coke. And I'm like, no, I do not have a Coca Cola. And he was like, well, this is some bullshit. So the whole night, as it's a live podcast on the internet, he's just he is just running me down like a dog. Yeah, like, you got all that. you. Oh, oh look you at all that awful. diet, oh, Doctor yeah. Pepper Cherry. This you're not shit. real, Polk County. How dare yeah. you? How dare you? You're my son. You're the spawn of my seed. I'm the genetic jackhammer. So that all goes down. And, uh, you know, we're, we're doing it live during the show. And he runs me down. So after that happened, I literally keep a case of Coca-Cola and open for when he comes just over. Just in so case. Can, just in case for him. But uh, what do you like mixing your drinks with? Or what is your mixed drink of choice if there is one? Because we know what your mixed drink of choice is not. I, I, if I'm doing it, I'm, uh, and doing some liquors, I always go with a ginger ale or a Sprite. I like the lighter, I like the lighter flavor. I like to be able to taste it. Like, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I used to drink a Jack and Coke or a rum and Coke back in the day, but now I actually prefer like a Jack and Sprite way more than I do really? a Jack and Coke. Yeah, I think it's I, I, I find it much more refreshing, especially in the Florida heat. You know, like that's a good time. Uh, and ginger ale, man, like ginger ale is a quality mixer. Like if you haven't really used it, I agree. I agree. Know, it, it, it's something that's underrated that you need to, that you definitely need to. Well, here's my question for you. And the reason that 
I haven't chose either of those two options is because they don't have caffeine in them. Yeah. Grail doesn't have caffeine. Sprite doesn't have caffeine. So when I'm choosing a mixture, I want the caffeine to balance out the low that the alcohol is going to give me. But for you, you're saying I don't need that's that. fine. I don't need that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just I just drink enough where the sugar processes itself or the alcohol processes itself as sugar, and I get the fucking boost from that, and eh, we'll, we'll, we'll be all fair right. enough. We'll be all right. Can I do Can I do you what you did to me? On, yeah, on the Ono Wrestling podcast, by the way, OnoWrestling dot com. Uh, you can hear Deuce on Ono Wrestling uh, podcast. It's probably going to be like three weeks. You know go by this point if not more but check him out on that uh he gave us a a kind of i don't know uh a rapid fire you know uh, oh yeah yeah you want to do a bit of a rapid fire with me okay let's do it let's do yeah, it yeah yeah okay so these aren't wrestling rapid fires these are just general question rapid fires that I want to see what you feel about. And as somebody, I know I'm probably overstepping my bounds being on your podcast, asking these questions, but I've done fucking three of them, or this is the third one tonight. So I feel like I've got my, uh, you know, my druthers to, uh, hey, brother, you're a good brother. I will send you a virtually, a. Too sweet. Too, and, yeah, and virtual good, too uh, sweet. Virtual too sweet. <laughs> yeah. And you, you are good to go, brother. Cinnamon, all right, all right, all right. So number one, okay. do you think astronauts have had sex in space? Hell yeah, they've had sex in space. You think so? You think that's happened? And how does that work? I think they fuck just like they fuck normally. It's just they kind of like float around. I'm not gonna lie. If I'm up there and you know I got a girl up there and she's like, "Hey, what's going on?" I'm like, "Hey, you done this shit in zero G? Let's try some new positions." Because I know there's got to be positions you can't do on Earth. That's what I'm saying. Zero G. So I want to try them. Yeah, it'd be like, look. I know you probably don't want to fuck me. I'm probably not that attractive, but most of you got to well, well here for science. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. And then that's the thing, right? Most of those people up there, they're scientists. They're, they're not up there like to, you know, you know, have a sexual relationship, but even I don't like, know, you remember about that bitch that drove cross country and stabbed that motherfucker. That is true. She wore the diapers to go and, you know, make sure she could get there. And I mean, allegedly, my yeah. lawyers yeah. got to get paid this week. Allegedly. I'm just saying, I think some weird shit happens in space because you also got to remember the people that go to space are like the next level of next level motherfuckers. They don't let like, they wouldn't put my country ass in space. Cause nah. I'd be like, we got a problem. Let's duct tape that motherfucker. And they'd be like, no, we're in zero G. And I'm like, Goddamn duct tape and a sharpie, I can fix that shit. The hell so, yeah, I mean, I think that's yeah, a good. Yeah. I, honestly, it's a good answer, and I think you're probably right that if I was up there, even if I was like a scientist that was like the super nerd up there, right? Like, I'm gonna at least like, okay, acknowledge the doctor nerd cock. If yeah, you will. maybe. Well, maybe you know we should, <laughs> you know, for. <laughs> The sake of science, shall we say, shall we maybe, you know, entertain this idea? Yeah. So, yeah, like, that's one of them. Um, 
do you prefer the 80s or 90s as a decade? 80s. I love the 80s. You're an 80s guy. I know 90s had some good shit, but I was born in 80. God, I got to look at my driver's license. 82. So I love the 80s. 80s, probably the best decade. But to, to revert it back to space, do you think anybody in space ever just went, Chicka chicka bound oh, and just yeah. shot a load and of just course. watched it like of float across. Of course that's happened. Of course that's happened. You know I mean, those shows you know those shows like Naked and Afraid and the one alone? Like yeah. I I feel like though if you're in on the alone one in particular you're you're rubbing one out for every once in a while, right? Like, well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, you're in space. You can rub one out, and that shit'll just like fly, <laughs> like float across. And the, and, and like your buddy has to do the Matrix thing where he dodges it, and he's, he's like the, Neo, like no, not the semen. Uh, yeah, like so. My ass would have done that like first thing. As soon as we got up there, like we're good, we're unlocked. I can unload this thing. I can like take my suit off, and I've been like, yeah, bam, and just shot that shit. And just saw how far it could exactly, exactly. So, all right, so you go eighties over nineties. That was your rapid fire on that one. Can I ask you, you a 80s. quick question? Since we're talking about Jizzin and Space Station, sure. Do you think they have any? pornos because i know they have actually have a list of every dvd they have yeah. at the space station because it was a big deal when they added firefly i don't know if you're a fan uh but they added that to the collection do you, you think they have any pornos? i don't think they do i think they purposely like leave that off so that you don't do exactly what we were just talking about to get over all the equipment and re- but they got wi-fi up there you think they yeah. got some sort of like they probably they, got Pornhub or X videos or something, right? And they and they use Pornhub in space. That'd be the next question. That would be have. that would be that would be. So okay, they Go. need to put a list of that on Pornhub, like. Pornhub videos been watching in space. space. So you, yeah, yeah like, you know what? Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. like what are the Pornhub videos been watched in space? Like, I want that playlist. Not like what's Chester Cheetah Cheetos uh, porn playlist. I want what is the playlist that's been played a porn in space? Kyle Deuce, who is <laughs> okay. the best Ninja Turtle? Michelangelo, motherfucker. See, why are we having a debate about this? It's Raphael, though. It's totally Raphael. It's, I get that. It, I get that. I, I, I won't even uh, uh, fight you on that one. It's Raphael. Michelangelo's number two, and he's kind of a douchebag. But Raphael is the best of the Ninja Turtles. Raphael is basically the Wolverine. Of the Ninja Turtles, especially, did you see, I'm sure you did, because we're the same age bracket. Did Mm. you see the 90s Ninja Turtle movie in theaters, the original Ninja Turtles? Oh, well, no, the original one? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I'm saying the live action Ninja Turtles in theaters. I didn't see all three. I remember see I think it was probably one and two. Number number three's kind of shit. Like uh I mean I actually can say I saw all three, but we saw number three at the dollar theater. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mama said, Oh, look, this looks like shit. We're going to the dollar theater for that one, but 
Mama, mama, mama was not wrong on that one. No, she was not wrong. And it was funny because one of my brothers actually took me to see the first Ninja Turtles. And we went and watched it. And like when we got home, he, he pulled mom aside and was like, hey, uh, look, uh, this movie might have been a little bit more intense than what you thought it was going to be. Like some dude like was like getting off drugs and like, Oh yeah. Have motherfuckers. Like this was, uh, this was not like what he's been watching on Saturday morning. So if you may want to have a talk with him about <laughs> it. like, you know, April may have gotten quasi bone by, you know, uh, Oh, Johnny, they totally not Johnny cage. But oh, yeah. Yeah. What's uh, his face? Oh, uh, what's his face? Uh, with the hockey mask. Fucking, Nah. Yeah, I, I want to say Johnny Cage. No, nah, when Johnny it. Cage. Casey Jones. Casey Jones. Casey Jones. Jones. Yes. Casey Jones was getting off a heroin kick and uh, also banging April. So you might want to like, yeah, maybe have a small talk with him about it. I'm like, yo, did you see Raphael? He murdered that motherfucker. He like stabbed him in the tits. <laughs> Three more quick ones. I'll make them real sure. quick. Do you get mad? When you get a coaster stuck to your drink and do you and or do you have any other of these irrational irritations that you shouldn't get mad about that you do? I don't have the coaster thing and I'll tell you why. This is a pro level drinker thing that was Mm. taught to me by uh, one of my old bosses. Whenever somebody hands you a drink. You take it. You do not let them put it on the coaster. Or if the coaster is already out and you know they're going to put it on the coaster, you pour salt on it. And once you pour that salt on it, it will not stick to the coaster. So literally every time we went to a bar, he would grab the salt shaker. Like as soon as we got to the table, he grabbed salt shaker. What the fuck are you doing? And then he'd be like, hey, we're going to get a pitcher of beer. Uh, We're going to need two mugs. They bring it out. He would already have the coasters laid out and pour the salt on it. They put the two mugs down and me being younger than him uh, again. Um, I actually say his name. Who gives a shit? His name's Rhett. And uh, he was a uh, manager at a, a place I worked at in retail. Uh, we'll just say maybe it was in the video game industry. Let's okay. just leave it at that. Okay. Um, yeah. but he was like, yeah, you pour the salt on it. And, and I asked him, I was like, why do you pour salt on it all the time? He's like, cause it won't stick on your coaster. So every time you drink the coaster will sit there and it's not coming up with it. You don't have to worry about it. And ever since then I put salt on every coaster that's in front of me. And usually if I order a beer, I will now put the coaster in front because usually they don't, if I, I sit at the bar a lot. So if you're at the bar, there's like a stack of coasters. I will put one in front of me, salt it, order my beer. They'll put on the coaster. It's already in front of me. And I don't have to worry about it. Do you have any other irrational like irritations like that, though, that you feel like like are just something so weird that you get annoyed with, you know, like for no reason that you shouldn't get annoyed with as much as you do. Cause every time that coaster sticks to my drink, it's just like, ah, fuck. I, I get like legitimately annoyed. Do you not yeah, have that I, with anything? To be honest with you uh, as a person, and this is just me, I'm like, take me out of work. Let's say that like as a normal me in my normal life or me as 
deuce as a character when I'm running around. I'm a very laid back, chill person. So it takes a lot to like, so take you don't have that meter. Then, really. Yeah. So yeah, for me, that doesn't really happen. That's now fair. I'm sure there's some stuff where it's happened, but for the most part, especially if I got a drink in my hand, I'm like, fuck it. Who cares? Like I'm, I'm drinking a cold drink, uh, you know, or, or adult beverage or whatever it is. And yeah. I'm like, I'm cool. So fuck it. Sega or Nintendo? Oh, Nintendo. Uh, I had a, I had a Nintendo, a Super Nintendo, and then, and, and we're going to throw it to your neck of the woods. We got something that had never, ever been heard before. We got a thing called Game Traders, which opened in, in uh, Orlando. And it was the first place ever that would let you trade in games, give you credit and put it towards something else. Like, and we're talking, this is like nineties, like early nineties. Like this was something brand new. And I remember going there with a big stack of games and like, Hey, I want to get a Sega. And I traded in a bunch of games and I got a Sega Genesis. And I was the first person like in my neighborhood, I had a Super Nintendo and a Sega Genesis. Oof. And people were like, what the fuck? That's baller was, status, yeah. man. Yeah, it was straight up baller status. So we were playing both. It was great. Um, Game Traders, I still remember. Uh, I still love that place. I could probably actually, if you put me in a car right now, I could drive you to where it was. Because wow. my grandmother, God rest her soul, uh it used to take me and that was the big thing when I would stay the weekend with her is she would take me to game trade. It's GameStop before GameStop existed or something like way, that. Way, way before that. We're talking like early nineties. We're talking like 92, 93 when they were doing that shit. Like it was way before GameStop. So, and it was like amazing as a kid because as a kid, you don't have money. You don't have any money. No. So your currency is the games you have. Or so your allowance that you get a little bit here and there right. or whatever, right? Yeah. So you get a little bit of money. You don't have a job. No. So it's like I could take in what little money I had from, you know, more lawns and shit like that. And then I could take these games that I don't want to play anymore. And I could take them to game traders. And actually, you know, I, I got a whole new system. I got to say Genesis. And I actually think I got it for pretty cheap at the time. I think I got it for like, 60 80 bucks something stupid cheap uh and it was old trust me it was like a gen one genesis but still, even though but they still might like, gen three but i didn't give a shit it that was, was like, expensive back in those days it really kind of yeah. was and yeah it was like i've got a sega genesis and a super nintendo i'm i'm the fucking cock of the walk I, you know what I, mean? I i was a super nintendo guy uh i oh I, me too and johnny is too if, johnny is yeah dying the wool Nintendo all day, every day. So well, I'm uh, glad that yeah. we relate on that because yeah, yeah, if there's nothing else that I, I agree on is that it's, you know, there's a reason that, uh, you know, Nintendo has probably survived longer than, you know, Genesis and all that over the, you know, uh, didn't, didn't Nintendo even buy like uh, Sega or like well, who bought? <laughs> they didn't buy them. They, they licensed rented, them, I guess. They licensed out yeah. characters from them. But, uh, you know, Nintendo's doing good. They're doing good with the Switch. I know Johnny and his kids love the Switch. Oh, I, I know a lot of people like it. I, Personally, um, 
and this is me personally, and I apologize. I, I'm not a handheld guy, and Switch leans more towards a handheld. Now, I know I can put it in a dock, and I can play it on my TV, yeah, yeah. but for the price point, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good. And also, you got to remember here, especially when this episode uh, drops, we're getting really close to the PS5. We're getting really close right. to the new Xbox Series You're X. You're going to be more into that than you are with. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm buying yeah. Xbox Series X day one. Oh, day really? So, one. so you'll go Xbox over PS5 is what you're saying? Oh, all day. I love Xbox. Actually, it. it uh, I'll tell you a quick story because I know you haven't heard it and you actually get a kick out of this. So the last generation, uh, I, I was an Xbox 360 guy. I got a, a PS3 kind of late in the game. Um, I had my money saved up and I had it in a Tony Soprano wad. I had a wad of a hundreds wrapped up in a rubber band, which I was going to take down to whatever store to get my Xbox X or Xbox, Xbox one or what? Yeah. Right. So, um, Taco Bell did this deal where you bought this $5 box. You put the code in and you could get a PS4. So, I I like Taco Bell. I'm a Taco Bell fucking fan. So I went, I bought a box, put the code in, and by God, I won That's a PS4. Awesome. And I actually got it two weeks before anybody else in America could get it. Like, I got it. Like, I literally went into Best Buy and started buying games for the PS5. And they're like, why are you buying so many games? And I'm like, oh, because I got a PS4. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? We can't sell them for two weeks. And I'm like, well, it's at my fucking I got house. one, so, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. So, so I had my PS4 for a long time, and then a good friend of mine, uh, Sean, who he runs a Facebook page. To give him a quick plug. It's called Grapple Maniacs. Uh, it's really cool. They talk about wrestling. I highly recommend it if you're a wrestling fan. Um, he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna get a newer Xbox One and." GameStop will only give me a hundred dollars for my old Xbox one. Uh, do you want it? I'm like, fuck yeah, I want it. So I paid him a hundred bucks, got it, set it up. And once I got it, I was like, Oh yeah, I'm back in the Xbox family. So, so all I you enjoyed that more than like the, the PS4 at the time. Oh yeah. Hands right. down. And right. it's all because of multiplayer because right. Xbox has had, multiplayer and xbox live locked down they've had that locked down since xbox the yeah. original the yeah, you're original right. you're right they have so, been really good about multiplayer stuff yeah right and they've had that whole system locked down for so long that by the time we're two generations deep that that motherfucker's on autopilot they've got it locked down so good so i'm like okay yeah i'm staying with that it. makes sense and, that makes sense gonna, that you would do that yeah yeah and I'm an Xbox guy because Xbox is all about the first person shooters, which is what I like. So I'm like, yeah, let's do that. What is the fanciest thing that you own? Well, there's technically a Bentley in my garage. Okay. It's convertible. So uh, th- that might be the fanciest thing. That's a good uh, one. That's a good one. 
My yeah. friend, my friend from Scotch, a good conversation. Peter, his answer was a uh, a top hat that was uh, from the 1800s sent to him uh, from London. So that was the fanciest thing that he's owned. A Bentley, though, that's pretty. That's good. That's good. Good old Bentley is. Uh... Not bad. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. Those are my questions, though, for you. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much, Owen. Thank you so much for staying up. God, it's almost 10 o'clock. You've done like a five-hour marathon with us, I think, if not longer. Yeah, about At this point. Yeah. So, uh, thank you so much for doing all this for us, for the Happy Hour with Johnny Deuce. We really appreciate it. And, brother, seriously, from a good brother to good brother, I love you. I love having you on the show. It is so much fun. I love being on your show because your show is amazing. I love Oh No Wrestling. And like I said, one more time to our fans, if you are a wrestling fan, Oh No Wrestling is the number one show you need to have on your playlist. There is no better wrestling show on the airwaves today than theirs and you need to do that but also Owen tell them what other shows they can listen to that you've got because they're all amazing Thank you so much because, uh, yeah, uh, we we love doing the the wrestling talk. But quite frankly, the the flagship show for everything that we do is, of course, over at OnoRadioShow.com. Ono Radio Show started everything, and OnoRadioShow.com with our group and all of our fan base has kind of helped. Uh, I think been a huge part of the Orlando podcast community. And we're really proud to to do that. And we're also, you know, uh, be a part of that. And we and we are really proud as well to, you know, uh, talk to you guys. We're, we're we're happy to do everything that we can uh, with Ono Wrestling. Guys, OnoRadioShow.com, OnoWrestling.com, Facebook.com slash groups slash Wrestling or slash oh no radio show depending on what you're trying to find guys it's pretty simple just google us google and find us uh, in the simplest of ways it's really really simple we're all over the internet we love you dearly and of course if you could want to if you want to chat with us if you want to be a part of our show you can do that by leaving us a voicemail at 407 906 Six four six six. Wait to tell you, brother. Uh, I think there might be somebody that's going to be leaving you voicemails and then from the Blue Star Trailer Park very soon. Um, just so you have them. But seriously, guys, it, it's Happy Hour with Johnny Deuce fans. You need to listen to our show, and especially the Oh No Wrestling Show. But on top of that, the Oh No Radio Show. That's what started the game. That's that's the kickoff point. That is the, the creme de la creme of the shows. And you need to listen to that. And also, you can find them on Twitch and watch them live. It's a good time. Sometimes I have special guests. You never know who's going to show up. It's a good time. 
So I would definitely do that. And also, you can check us out at HH Podcast Show on the Twitter machine, Show at gmail.com. Don't forget to send your uh, letters, or not letters, your emails. Send the to- letters. They're coming to the old mean gene up in the heavens. Exactly. If you said a letter, it's probably going to Mean Gene up in heaven. God bless you. We love you, Mean Gene. You were the greatest. But uh, you can send your emails to hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. And don't forget to put Ask the Buck in subject line. Ask the Buck. I can't do it. I can't. No, no, do it. I love it. I love it, brother. But no, you need to put Ask the Buck in the subject line because we are going to virtually do a tour of the shop for retro game treasures over there. And we're going to do a virtual, uh, you know, meeting with him, just like we did with Owen. And uh, we want your questions. We're going to ask him uh, all of your questions about retro video games, about retro video game history, all that stuff. We want to ask it to him. We want a full mailbag to bring over to him and put ask the buck in the subject line. Also, hopefully soon, I know we're dealing with COVID right now, but as soon as we can, when the COVID, you know, lightens up, we're going to do finally spicy deuces, which is our version of hot ones, which is going to be amazing. And we want your questions. Send them to hhpodcastshow at gmail.com, but put spicy deuces in the subject line because I want you to send us those questions because if you put spicy deuces in the subject line, we can send them brandy and we won't read them. Because I can tell you right now, when me and Johnny are sitting there, we're spitting, we're snotting, we're just covered in all kinds of nastiness because of these hot, hot, spicy wings. We're hashtag shitting and getting. I want those questions to come at me like a punch from Mike Tyson. I want them coming right at me. And I don't want to know what the question is so I can give you the best answer possible. Hashtag yep. spicy deuces. Exactly, my brother. Thank you up there in heaven. I appreciate it. Uh, but definitely send us those questions. Also, you can hit us up facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show and soundcloud.com forward slash happy hour podcast for all of our past episodes. And of course, there's not one, there's not two, there are three hashtags. Oh, and I'm hoping now that you've done three shows, you can help me on the third one. The first one is hashtag happy hour podcast. Second one is HH podcast show. And the third one is come on, Owen. I know you can help me on this one. It's ha- He's on the loose. That's my boy. Hashtag deuces on the loose. Later. See you guys.